Hey, what's going on, everybody? Here we're back. Uh, episode, uh, what is this, uh, JC? 69? 68. Oh, 68. Episode 68. We've got the betting pod coming up here. Uh, what is this, week 15, too? God damn, I'm off of my numbers, yes, man. Sir. Week 15. Football is, is coming to a close. It's fantasy playoffs week. Uh, how you how you been, man? How, how's fantasy football treating you? I'm right behind you, so, you know, I'm, ch- I'm chilling right now. You know, Edward, Edward, Edward Tiller hasn't gotten you points. I came back last week. It's all good, bro. I'm chilling right now. We'll see. We'll see. I mean. Jay, at least I'm like uh, my boy Berto against your brother. That boy's getting smoked. Yeah. I, I mean, my brother wanted to play you first round. I, I told him, like, yo, let, let me handle let me handle JC. You go ahead and just whip, whip Berto's ass real quick. So, yeah, you better uh, worry about your team. <laughs> Shit. I, hey, we're in a good spot for now. I know Edward, Edward Tiller ain't doing good, but I'll get some other guys to pick Fucking up. Tua don't have his number one now. I don't know what's going to happen in that game. We'll see, man. We'll see. They got Devontae Parker hopefully back. <clears throat> uh, but no, man, I mean, speaking – I mean, this is stepping away from fantasy. We got some betting betting odds here we got to look at. Uh, this, this, this could change, folks, up until Sunday. Uh, we may have more people with COVID come out. Could change the line. Uh, but as of right now, we are going through this um, from the Thursday night betting lines. Um, yeah, this is bad. You 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 have you have the lines on you, correct? I mean, I I got yeah, these. I got, yeah, I got these from, them. I got them from earlier today. I don't know if you <clears throat> a little bit. I got them. I got you, bro. But let me let me just say something. I I don't think this was COVID was that bad last year. I mean, it was a couple of teams here and there that got hit, but mm-hmm. this is bad, bro. What is it like? Thir- almost forty test positive tests in the last two weeks like this shit is bad i mean i i don't know what the i saw the rules that they implemented with the um you know you gotta wear a mask at all times you can't have uh guests which i i, I honestly think that was probably what caused a lot of these outbreaks mm-hmm. just having like friends and family with you on the plane ride or in the bus i mean that was probably it but yeah th- this is affecting a lot of teams and a lot of teams are going to get pushed out of the playoffs because of this. I mean, this is crazy. Like I said, this wasn't as bad last year. A couple of teams here and there. There's like one instance where one team really got ravaged, but like there's like the the football team, they got nobody. Like mm-hmm. they're either all hurt or they're all getting COVID. The Browns, like half of their their offense, their their offensive line and their offensive weapons, COVID. It's like, bro, all their their QB and their backup QB, COVID. It's like, damn, bro. This is crazy. I just wanted to start it off by that, and I I changed a couple of picks because of that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I I'm still by the conspiracy that Christmas is ten days away. Some players got COVID, quote unquote, uh, just to be ready for Christmas games. But I don't know. Mm. I mean, that's just a weird conspiracy I'm going by. I mean, same goes to NBA. I mean, I know we're talking about football, but NBA, I mean, yeah, yeah NBA is getting bad too. They're, Chicago? Man. Yeah, so like, I don't know. I feel like they'll be ready just in time for Christmas Day games, uh, Giannis and them boys. Uh, but no, I mean, you're right. It's it's, just, it's pretty bad right now. Um, there's a, that variant going on. So who knows, folks? Just, uh, you know, kids, they get masked up again and. And uh, just be careful who you hang out with. But, uh, no, I mean, going back to this, betting lines. So, uh, I know we're recording Thursday night as of now. The the game's still going on. Um, but, I mean, tell the folks who you picked tonight. Um, so, it was um, – I had it at three and a half, but it was three today. So, I, I still went with it. I had Chiefs minus three. 
Um, that was before I knew Chris Jones was out. I didn't know that. But I still think, um, you know, who the Chiefs have on defense, like the secondary, the linebacker, like Bolton. Bolton has really stepped up. Isn't he a rookie, Nick Bolton? I think so, like yeah. He, yeah, he's like all over the place. He was making some plays earlier, and, I mean, he's just a disruptor. And, I mean, like, I, like I've been saying, Chris Jones is the heart and soul of that defense, and Mahomes really hasn't been playing well. But I still – I, I still think this is still too big of a spotlight for the Chargers. And I thought Mahomes and company would take care of business right now. It's 21-13. Chiefs are in the red zone. So, that I mean, they could still end up winning this game. But that's who I had. I had Chiefs minus three and the win. Yeah. I mean, I was opposite. I have the Chargers. Um, just for that reason, too. I mean, Chris Jones being out. I don't think yeah. they won many games without him before he came back from injury. Um, but – um, I also picked the Chargers just because you brought it up and this kind of stuck to me. And I said this to the guys at the office. I mean, despite the 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 streak the Chiefs are in, Mahomes has still been looking off. This offense still looked off. It's more the defense just stepping up, making plays for them and, and getting them in great field position these past few games. Um, yeah. I, I expected them not to do this with the Chargers. I think the Chargers are just too good on offense uh, for them to make plays like that. Uh, but they have so far. But, I mean, really Mahomes has not been able to deliver right now. A lot of picks or a lot of turnovers, I will say. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, I mean, they just tied it up, so we'll see. But I have the Chargers plus three in the money line. I just think they're going to go ahead and take care of business here tonight regardless. Uh, but the plus three does help for me, uh, even if yeah. it's like a field goal. So, uh, yeah, that was my pick here. <clears throat> um, All right, we'll go to the Raiders-Browns, bro. This is – I had a change it before we started. Fucking uh, Raiders are minus three and a half favorites right now. Who do you got? Of course, the Raiders, man. I mean, yeah. I even with the COVID, you know, outbreak in Cleveland, um, like with Baker and them getting COVID, I was like, oh, I mean, Baker's hurt regardless. Um, but yeah. I, I think the Raiders are they're they're so fucking weird, dude. Like they they have such bad games, mm-hmm. but, then, but then they also play great sometimes too. Um, so I I don't know. I, I that's why I picked the Raiders. I think that right now they have a chip on their shoulder to like come out and play hard. Um, it just feels like they played better on the road too. Anyways, um, even though they lost, they got blown out by KC and KC. Um, they they did took care of business in Dallas. So I don't know. I just had this gut feeling. I'm going by my gut here, really, more than analytics and statistics alone. I think Derek Carr is going to come out swinging with with Renfro and Deshaun. So I think they'll be ready to play Cleveland <clears throat> this week. So I'm going Cleveland or excuse me, Raiders money line and uh, spread. Yeah, me too. And. If Keenum was healthy, I would have picked the Browns. But I mean, you're you're relying on. I didn't even know who was starting, and you just told me it's Nick Mullins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's easy. That's the Raiders all day. And like you said, the Raiders are up and down, left and right. But I mean, it's Nick Mullins. You you, you have to get the job done. You you're technically are still in the playoff picture. And if the Chiefs lose, that kind of helps their odds out. I mean, they need some help on Sunday, but. Um, yeah, they need to take care of business. If they lose this game, I mean, that I, that just emphasizes and puts, a, you know, the cherry on top of the Sunday that I've been telling you guys all year. The Raiders are trash, man. They're bums. Like, they, they, all the adversity they've been going through, I'm going to say it time and time again, I think it got to a lot of these players. And, you know, I, I, they, they just have to take care of business. I have faith in the Raiders' weapons and defense more than I do the Browns right now with everything going on. So I think this should be an easy game, but we'll see. It's the Raiders. <laughs> they like to make things a lot harder than it should be. That is true. That is 100% true. I mean, they can, co- they, they can cover but still lose. 
Um, yeah. You know, stuff like that. But I, I don't know. Uh, let's move on. That Saturday night game, man. This is the game. I don't know why, man. Probably the game of the week. The game of the week for me. I'm excited yeah. for this Saturday night. Football is back. <clears throat> um, unfortunately, it's on NFL Network. So I'm going to have to find a way to watch this. But uh, no, Patriots at Colts. <laughs> this is the game of the week. Yeah. brings back Manning-Brady so, uh... vibes. Manning-Brady vibes from the late 2000s, middle 2000s. Uh, who you got? I know. I'm. I'm assuming. I. I figure. I know who you got. But explain. To I me. already know. I already know who you got. You know who <laughs> I got. I got the Pats uh, winning and covering two and a half. And listen, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you I'm. I'm so confident in this game like I was in the Buffalo game. I. I think this game is gonna be a lot more difficult for the Pats. But ultimately, Wentz versus the Pats defense. That that's basically my X factor. I mean that. I have a lot more faith that Belichick will get Wentz to make more mistakes than um, the Colts are going to make let Mac make mistakes. And I still think they're going to, you know, run the ball a decent amount. And, you know, the, only, the, the thing that worries me about this game is if, let's say, they force a fumble or they get an interception. I mean, short field, Jonathan Taylor, that's not a good recipe for, for the other team. So uh, I'm like – 60-40 on this game. I know the Pats are underdogs, and this is going to be a little bit tougher situation, like I said, than it is going to be with Buffalo when they play them. Um, but I think ultimately Wentz versus Belichick, I'll take uh, I'll take Belichick any day of the week. So I got the Pats. I know you're going cold, so. <laughs> I mean, yeah, look, listen, I think this is going to be close. I mean, regardless, this is going to be a great game. I'm not going to be pissed nor surprised or disappointed if New England wins this game. It's really just uh, who you prefer. I think, you know, Indy, like you said, they're going to they're gonna make Wentz win this, win this game. Uh, but let's not let's not act like Wentz is no Nick Mullins. Like, Carson Wentz is, has his moments where he's really great. He makes plays. He wins you a football game here and there. And I think to, this will be the night where he wins the Colts a football game. Um, yes, this Patriots defense is great. I like the Patriots defense a lot. Um, but just the fact um, that uh, I'm thinking of it from the other side of it as well, where New England, their recipe, the recipe for winning right now is easy. Uh, it's just, you know, run the ball, force, you know, run it down their throats, and then make Mac Jones make a couple plays here and there. Um, I think this Colts defense will be ready for it. They're no, they're no bums either. This Colts defense, I think they're top 10 in the league right now. Um, and yards allowed, so I, I do mm-hmm. think I'm not saying they're gonna completely shut down Harris and Stevenson, um, but I think they're gonna slow them down enough um, to make Mac Jones make more plays than what he's used to. And obviously, to me, it's gonna be a quarterback battle. Despite Taylor being a stud, I think they're gonna control him, um, or at the very least, slow him down. Same way uh, they're gonna do that with Harris. So I think if I had to pick between Carson and Mac, obviously I'm gonna pick Carson right now to win that game for them. So this is why I'm picking the Colts with the spread and the money line. I mean, the spread's really close. It's minus two, I believe, or is it two? Yeah, two and a half. So, yeah, I mean, you might as well go money line there as well. So, I'm going Colts, uh, spread, and money line. But we'll see, man. This is the game I'm definitely going to tune into uh, the most. Um, I'll come back with some analysis for you here. Um, but, no, uh, yeah, let's let's move on to the Sunday morning games. Mm-hmm. These, uh, these, these are really kind of – all right, I guess you can say they're not as exciting to me as the Saturday night game and, and this one that we're watching. There's today. one game I'm interested in out of the morning slate, but Let, let's start. We'll let's, let's start with the Cowboys game. Cowboys Giants, um, you know, in New York. Uh, this, I mean, Vegas thinks it's going to be a blowout. 
Uh, one it is. <laughs> so you think it's gonna be a blowout? Yeah, it's gonna be a blowout. You either have Jake Fromm or Mike Glennon against his defense. I mean that that's pretty easy. I, I Dak is looking bad. This offense is looking flat, but I think ultimately the Giants they just they're not good right now. And um, I know it's a divisional game, and I know those are tough, but I don't think it's gonna be as big as a blowout as Week Five, where it's forty-four to twenty, but. I still think uh, the Cowboys get it done. Defensive player of the year, Michael Parsons, gets another sack or two, fumble, maybe a pick. Who knows? But he's just all over the field. He's going to make a play. And, um, you know, I'm just going to go Cowboys minus 10 and a half. I think that's that's pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, even if it's 11, <clears throat> 12, 10, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it, um, yeah, I agree. This is one I would definitely agree with you. Dallas is great. The only thing that might concern me about this game where they won't cover, I still think they're going to win regardless, but in terms of covering, um, you know, Tyron Smith's out. The def- the offense looks completely different when Tyron Smith is not playing there for that offensive line. Um, yeah. As we've seen with Denver, the game against Denver, um, and the other games that they lost. Uh, but I mean, I still think they're going to take care of this. Like you said, I mean, the Giants' office is just – the quarterback play right now is a joke. Uh, Michael Parsons yeah. is going to feed off of this team. Uh, off of this game uh so yeah regards i mean just keep an eye out on that injury status with zeke as well uh with that knee injury mm-hmm. so those two may play a factor in them covering but overall i think dallas will take care of business and i think they'll be fine uh the giants yeah. are not a great team they're one of the worst in the league i'm surprised they haven't fired judge or even i'm, I'm surprised i, haven't heard I don't know rumors of him getting judge. Oh. i don't think it's judge I, I i like judge i like what he he actually makes these guys work and i feel like the players actually listen to him and it's a you know it's a good relationship. I think ultimately it's Gettleman that has to go. I mean, the moves that he's made at GM. I mean, it, what what are we keeping him for? Like, because he talks to you nice and all that. Sh- I don't know. Like, I, I just I feel like they need a new GM to make moves for them because Gettleman. He's so he's too old school that it just affects the way they draft. And I mean, Andrew Thomas hasn't really been as big of a factor at tackle that that when. He got drafted. Everybody thought he would be, and you know, to waste the number four overall pick on him. I mean, that that you know takes a while to get back. And obviously, you know, there's just a bunch of moves that I'm not gonna go into the whole Giants history, but I I, I like Judge. I, I like what he's doing. He competes, but I mean, we'll see. This is his next year's his last season for sure. If they're if they're you know around the same record they are right now, it's over. But I mean, I, I just think he needs – this is his first coaching job. Like, you know, maybe his next one, if he gets one, he'll be a lot better. But, um, yeah, this is – next season is his last season for sure. I already know they said he's going to be – he's going to be back next year. So, you know, he has a lot to prove. So, we'll see. Yeah, I think – I don't know. I Like you said, they, they they do play for him at the very least. He's not – it's not an Urban Meyer situation. But I think – We'll get to that. <laughs> at the end of the day, I mean – you got to get some results. The Giants haven't been yeah, good in quite a long sure. time. Even since they started, they haven't been good. Uh, or at least shown me that they can be good. Um, I know mm-hmm. Saquon's been hurt a lot, so that's another excuse that they can use. But we'll see. I mean, he does got another year probably, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, speaking I'm of Urban Meyer. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Urban Meyer, uh, mm-hmm. let's get to this game, the the toilet bowl. Um, the annual Ugh. toilet bowl. Here we go, Jags, Texans. Texans, Jags. Uh, the, the loser will get what? The number two pick or the number one pick? Uh, number two. 
Number two behind Detroit. Um, <clears throat> let's yeah. just make let's just make this one quick, really. I'm gonna just go ahead and tell you who I got. I got uh, the Jaguars minus three and a half and money line. Um, and the reason for it is I've seen this in history. Went up to five and a half right now. Just oh so you shit, know. Jags five and a half. Yeah. Ooh. Ah. I'll take it. No, I'll, I'll take. It. I'll continue. I'll, and the reason for it is it's just. Um, I've seen it in history. When a coach gets canned and, and, you know, it was a very toxic environment, uh, it seems like once he's fired, the next game, the players come more, you know, they play harder. They, play, yeah. they come together. A new coach, mm-hmm. a new leader, uh, they play hard for that new guy for the first game. I think Jaguars yeah. are going to come out swinging. They're going to come out rejuvenated. And, um, and they're at home uh, against a very, very bad Houston team too as well. So um, I'm going to go ahead and have them cover and, and win money line just for that reason alone. Yeah, so now it's at five, so um, it's all over the place. That Vegas doesn't know what to do with this game, but uh, a lot of people are banging the Jags right now. But, yeah, I'm going to go the same. Jags to win and cover minus five. I mean, this is just, like you said, the toilet bowl. This is just a bad game. But, um, yeah, I mean, we've seen it time and time again. You know, the new coach comes in. They play a lot harder. I mean, we saw it with the Raiders when they fired Gruden. He came out, they came out swinging against, I think it was Denver. Or somebody. I already forgot what game they won after that, but um, you know, they, they, this is just another example. They're gonna they're gonna play hard. That fucking Daryl Bevel, who gave the Patriots a Super Bowl in that Seattle Super Bowl, um, throwing the ball instead of running it. He's taking over the reins. Um, yeah, it's gonna. This is. I'm not paying attention to this game at all. This is another take the kids to a field trip type of game. I mean, this is gonna be bad. Okay. I don't know who's. I don't know who's going to this game, like, willingly. Like, yeah, let's go to the Jackson Texans game. Like, nah. <laughs> yeah, take your kids to a field trip. Yeah, I remember we were talking about it. Remember we, I said that last time when the Jets and Texans oh, were playing? Like, man. this is the type of game where, you know, you know how they get those field trips to, like, baseball games and shit. I mean, this is another type of game where, you know, you take the kids to a Texans-Jaguars game. Like, this is a bad game. They're not going to sell this stadium out. <laughs> yeah, I mean – to be quite honest with you, I was not planning to watch this game at all. Um, no. So I was just going to watch highlights after and then kind of see how that unfolded. <laughs> uh, maybe watch yeah. the red zone. Uh, but, no, yeah, this is the toilet bowl. I have no, absolutely no interest in watching it. Uh, what's, mm-hmm. Maybe maybe to see how Trevor Lawrence does with the new coach, but that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. Uh, but, no, let's let's move on. This is probably the game I'm assuming that you were most excited for, Titans. Um, on yeah. The road at Pittsburgh. Uh, go ahead. Let you pick who you got. One. So – Right now, it changed. Earlier, it was it was a pick 'em, so it was even, but they it flip flopped. Now it's Titans minus one. Um, this one this one's tough to me, but ultimately I'm gonna go tight. I'm gonna go Titans. Um, the Steelers' defensive line is really bad right now. Uh, they're just banged up. You know, it's not like they they have a shitty D line. It's just they're they're all hurt. T.J. Watt's questionable. That's already a bad sign. And, um, you know, I, I think they can really run the ball. That's what they want to do ultimately. They have three running backs that, you know, they, 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 can, do the, they can do what they can. Like Dante Foreman has been kind of filling in for them. And Hilliard had that good game against the Pats. So, um, you know, I just think the Titans will get the job done. And this will basically knock the Steelers out of the playoffs. So. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I I'm a, I agree. I think the Titans are going to cover um, and win this game. And I think they're going to win it comfortably, to be quite honest with you. The, even if the spread was three or four, I'm, I'm still taking the Titans. Um, Mike Rables, yeah. you know, he's a very intelligent coach, especially on defense. Um, the Steelers have always been looking flat. 
uh, all season on offense. Um, you know, Big Ben with his checkdowns or quick slants. Uh, very rarely do you see Big Ben make huge throws, uh, with the exception of last game when they were coming back. But um, I just think, uh, like you said, uh, the Steelers are one of the worst teams at stopping the run. Um, yeah. and, and, and even though Derrick Henry's not there, the Titans still know how to move the ball. Uh, with the run game, they try to force it down your throat, and I think they're going to succeed. Um, and obviously, that old line, like you said, is hurt. And you know, with with Claypool and that whole drama going on, I still think it's not over. I really do think him and Tomlin, um, oh, yeah, got some serious beef going on. I think it's going to kind of affect their play this Sunday. So I'm going to definitely pick the Titans here. Uh, they're they're a good team. They're very great on the road as well. Uh, Rainbow will get these boys ready to come out and, and, and play hard. So I'm definitely going to take Titans uh, with the bigger spread if, if it feels there too. Yeah, and the, the thing I'll take away from that too is, I mean, it's it's kind of a good sign that, um, you know, Tomlin said, said what he said, like, oh, you know, it's a learning experience. We'll get him back on track. But, I mean, like I said, Tomlin's a no-nonsense coach. Like, Claypool has to understand that shit. You can't be doing that dumb shit, bro. Like, fucking mm-hmm. get your shit together. You're gone. It's that simple. And, you know, like I said, like we were talking about last week, Juju and Claypool, like they're kind of on thin ice with Tomlin, and that's not where you want to be. I mean, Pittsburgh, if you're good in Pittsburgh, I mean, you know how that's like being good on trying to get the basketball equivalent, like the Knicks, the the Lakers, like those blue chip type of organizations. When you're good on those teams, you're a superstar and in real life and everybody treats you differently. And it's just, they gotta, they gotta stop fucking up, bro. This is just bad, but uh, yeah. Hopefully they, they can fix it soon. Cause I like Claypool. He makes plays, but he just gotta get his head out of his ass. Yeah, I mean he's a he's a young cat. Um, yeah, I think he's he's been there longer. In the, he's been uh, longer in the league than uh, Deontay, right? But Deontay's older, I think. Um, and age. Uh, nah, Deontay, Deontay's been there longer, but he's probably older. Yeah. So. Um, Vice versa, but I mean Claypool needs to mature. He will, I think. Yeah, it's funny to me though. That's the second time, man, that a receiver just is is unmature, is immature in uh in Pittsburgh with along with Juju. So see how that on third time. I mean, AB. I forgot, yeah, I forgot about AB. Yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know. It's a recurring trend. It's fucking weird, but um, it is what it is. We'll, we'll come on into that situation. Let's move on. Lions, Cardinals. So oh, this um, one dropped too. This is now Cardinals minus 11 and a half. Oh, oh, what does Vegas, Vegas know that I don't? Well, I mean, Pete, I, I feel like people are, are going to bang the Lions covering a little more because of Hopkins. I mean, I, I think him being out, I don't feel like uh, a lot of people have faith in what they've been seeing with Kyler. He doesn't look healthy. I mean, he's, he's making plays here and there, but um, I mean, it's the Lions. Come on. Like, they're bad. They're not gonna. They're not gonna be good against this uh, Cardinals team. And I mean, I'll just give my pick. I have them covering. It was twelve and a half when I picked it, but I'll pick them eleven and a half. That's even better for me. So yeah, I have them doing both. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm gonna pick the Lions to cover for Cardinals to win this game. Of course, Cardinals. Mm. The Cardinals are not losing this game whatsoever. That is, I mean, I'll bet you a hundred bucks they don't lose this game at all. Um, in terms of covering, I, I, I don't know. Like, like I've said it all season, Detroit's not a bad team. They're not at all. They, they should be better than what their record says. And I, I think they're gonna make. This, I think they're gonna make this closer, really, than than what people think. I, I think this, this, this. Uh, with the win they had two weeks ago at home, the last time they played at home, they won. I think Jared Goff is gonna come out. Um, 
you know, playing better than he did in Denver. I think the Denver game was just kind of a fluke in my eyes, even though they lost so many games this season, just because of the you know, the emotions running high in Denver that game. Um, obviously, like, anybody could have seen Denver winning that game just for DT um, and his family. Uh, but I think it's going to be a different story here. You know, you I think the Lions understand that they have, you know, one of the best teams in NFC coming to town. And they're going to want to come out there and make a statement. So I think they're going to make this closer cover. I think they'll probably lose by a touchdown, um, maybe 10 points. But uh, at the very least, I think they'll definitely cover. I think it's kind of high, 11 and a half still, even though the Cardinals are such a big uh, mismatch up for, for Detroit. I, I think Denver, the Denver game wasn't that big of a fluke. I just feel like Jared Goff, when there's a good secondary and somewhat decent pressure, he just crumbles and – the Cardinals take advantage of shitty teams, and I, I think this is going to be an easy cover for them. They're going to be pissed off after losing to the Rams. Uh, I know, like I said, I know Hopkins being hurt is going to hurt them right now, but I still think more Connor. Connor's really heating up, bro. Like, I, yeah. I, we didn't really talk about it last uh, episode, but I mean, the can if I were to tell you, Connor would be almost leading. He'd be second in touchdowns. Uh, right behind Jonathan Taylor last year after what he did in Pittsburgh those last four years, would you have thought I was crazy? Because I, I would have told you, get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a – what a story that he flipped his whole career around. He's probably going to get a big contract out of this now. Ah, well, I mean, we'll, we'll see with the Connor thing. I, I like your point. Um, but is, is Connor even healthy, though? I know he got hurt the last game. Um, yeah, we'll see about that. I don't know. It was, it was weird how that whole thing happened. Yeah, I, think I, end, I, I don't think he practiced today. So, I mean, we'll, we'll monitor it. I, I mean, more than likely, he'll play. He'll play this Sunday. But it's just, we got to monitor that workload, see how that goes yeah. for him as well. Because I know Cliff Kinsbury at the end of the day, he wants to get those players healthy for the playoffs um, regardless. Um, moving on, let's let's move on to the Panthers-Bills. Um, this is a game that Vegas predicts will be a blowout. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and predict that the Panthers will um, cover at the very least. Uh, their offense has been so bad lately. I'm just watching it from the Falcons game. Um, you know, Cam has not been looking good. P.J. Walker has been looking worse. Um, but I, I, I think Buffalo, there's just something about them, dude. Like, even when the Bucks game, when they were coming back, like, before that, they just have very, very slow starts to games. Like, there you have just not been performing, and I think Carolina's going to come out a little hot, really keep them in this game, maybe have a lead at half, and, and I think Buffalo's going to obviously wake up, but I don't think it's going to be enough to cover, to be quite honest with you. Buffalo still has running game problems, and um, they're going to kind of be a little bit one-dimensional, and, and going against those Carolina corners with Gilmore and them, I, I think Carolina might make some plays, um, especially knowing Buffalo's just going to – it's going to have the passing attack only. But, yeah, I'm going to have Carolina to cover. But at the end of the day, Buffalo is too good talent-wise. They're going to obviously win this game. Uh, but just don't be surprised if Carolina covers here. No, I disagree. I think Buffalo, two-game losing streak. Everybody's questioning their toughness, if they're legit or not. And the Panthers are just bad. I mean, you said it. Cam, Cam Newton and P.J. Walker are just bad. And, and I just think with this whole Joe Brady debacle and that whole team, it you know, it, it's just a very weird gray cloud hovering over them. And I, I think the Bills will cover. I mean, I, I think this Panthers defense kind of fizzles out as well just because they're put on the field so much more than they should be. And this is a Sean McDermott revenge game. I mean, 
to say, you know, revenge lightly. I mean, he used to coach there, but I think he's going to want to beat his old team, and I think they will, and they'll cover that 10.5. I don't want to play from the Panthers. Yeah, I mean, I could understand why you wouldn't. Um, I had them covering the last couple weeks, and they haven't been able to uh, help me out here. But we'll see. This is, I'm just saying, this is more about Buffalo kind of just been struggling lately. This is why I kind yeah. of here, but. Uh, moving on, Jets Dolphins. This is a uh, kind of a kind of a low key game. Obviously, Jets are bad, but the Dolphins are, are been on a hot streak here. Um, they're coming to Miami. What are your thoughts here? Who 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 you got? Um, so Miami, a lot of question marks. Gaskin has COVID. I think I don't know if he's playing. Like I said, Waddle, he has COVID. So it's gonna be interesting to see how that offense goes, but. I, I still think ultimately the Dolphins take care of business. I think the last time I checked, the line was nine. I'm going to have them winning and covering that minus nine. So, okay. uh, I don't know who you got. Uh, I got the Jets to cover just because of those reasons. I mean, Waddle's out. Uh, Gaskin may, may or may not play. Uh, fingers crossed that he does because um, I have him fantasy. But, I mean, <clears throat> I think the Jets – I don't know. Like they've been weird lately as well. They've been playing bad, but also pretty. Had they have their moments as well. So um, I'm gonna just have them cover. I think Miami's has been hot. I think their defense is gonna win this game today or this weekend. But I think the, with the the loss of Jalen Waddle, really is gonna make a huge difference for Tua and um, you know making an impact in this game. So I'm gonna just have the Jets to to cover. But the Dolphins will definitely take care of business um, with the money line at home. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. I mean, it's, it's like I said, it's a big question mark with that team, but I still think uh, that Miami defense against Zach Wilson, I'll, I'll go Miami any day of the week. Oh, yeah, they're going to, you know, Miami's going to feed that weekend big time, <laughs> big time. They're going to make, they're going to get at least two turnovers that we have from whoever. Yeah. Um, and especially since the Jets don't have Elijah Moore. Um, I'm, and I, is Miles Carter come back this weekend, I think? So yeah, I think he he's expected to, but I mean he's coming off of IR. I don't know how healthy he is. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. Cool. Well, well, we'll see how that one goes. Um, let's move on. I think this is the last uh, morning game. I think, or no, we got another one. But let's go, Washington Philly. This this one. Oh. <laughs> um, look, listen. This this could be a game that. It, that really is going to determine the last playoff spot, maybe, or maybe even a, a, a division. Uh, I don't yeah. know. If Dallas has the division just yet. This could be the last team that could contend with them. Whoever wins this, uh, they're going. They're heading to Philly. Um, you know, Washington with that brutal loss last week to Dallas. Um, I think they're going to cover. What was the line again for this one? I think it was like this one. It bumped up. It's a uh, nine and a half Eagles right now. Oof, brutal. I'm going to go Washington to cover here. I think, I mean, look, listen, uh, Heineke makes plays, man. The dude, the dude makes plays. Um, and if, if, if he's, if he's available this weekend, um, which I did hear he is expected to play, I, I think Washington could definitely cover here. Um, and, you know, even without te- scary Terry, I mean, they played without him pretty much last game um, and the receivers made plays. I, I think they're going to take care of business to at least cover, but I think Philly, um, it's just the the better team here, especially coming off of uh, their bye week. I think they're a little bit more rested, and, and Miles Sanders had an extra week to kind of recover from those damn injuries that he always receives. Uh, but Jalen Hurts is going to win. Like, if you had to pick between Hurts and, and Heineke, I'm going to pick Hurts uh, nine times out of ten, despite Heineke's yeah. uh, great play late as of late. But, yeah, Philly will win, uh, but Washington will cover with that. I don't have it. It's a lot. 
Uh, I'm, I'm going to go opposite. I'm going to go Philly to cover and win. Uh, I, I just think all the injuries and all the COVID stuff that's going on with Washington as well. Um, I know they've been playing good. They've been making plays. They've been, you know, Chase Young going down, I thought it was going to basically plummet their chances of even being in the playoff uh, picture. But, you know, they've stepped up. But I think Sweat, I think Jonathan Allen, just a lot of their defensive players have COVID. Heineke's not 100%. I think the Eagles will get the job done. They'll be running the ball like crazy against this uh, banged-up D-line. And uh, I, I don't really have faith in the Washington secondary against, um, you know, Rager and all those guys, Goddard. So I'm just going to go uh, Eagles to cover and win just because of the COVID stuff. Again, if, if they were all healthy, this was 100% on both sides, I would have went Washington. I, I just think that's a bad matchup for Philly. I think that D-line would have killed Hurts all game. But, I mean, most of their guys are hurt and are out with COVID. So, I think Philly will get the job done very, fairly easily. I think it'll be a 10-point game. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong there. It's a divisional game. You really can't predict those good. So, yeah. um, you can have the shittiest team uh, beat the, the best team. So, um, yeah. that was, the, that was the, the all the morning games. Let's move on to the afternoon ones. This one I, I'm interested in. This is the one I might tune into at the afternoon game. Bengals at Denver. Yeah. Uh, obviously, this these two teams really battling for the playoff spot. Um, it's to me. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Bengals uh, to cover and to win here. Um, it's gonna be tough to win in Denver, but um, I just I'm, the Broncos, man. They remind me of the Cardinals, really. Like you said earlier, the Cardinals know how to beat bad teams. They they know how to beat them. They know how to like destroy them. Uh, but they mm-hmm. sometimes they, the Cardinals haven't really beat a true like playoff team this season, and you know the Bengals are are there with them. They're battling with them. I think the Bengals have been great lately, despite the loss last week to the Niners. Uh, they they shot they showed fightness and they showed tough and, and you know not giving up. And and I think those young stars, Burrow, man, he's a fucking stud. Jamar Chase, you know we can't forget about him. Higgins, Boyd. Mixon, um, I think it's going to be a little too much for the Broncos to handle or to take care of. Um, so I'm definitely going to have um, Cincinnati to, to cover here and win. Obviously, the, the spread is, what, one and a half, two? It's, min- it's minus two and a half Denver now. I jumped up. Yeah. So, I mean, even with Broncos being a favorite, that's even better for me. I think the Bengals will have a little bit of wiggle yeah. there to win. But, yeah, I mean, Joe Burrow's a start. I don't think Denver has seen a player like, like Joe Burrow all season other than, obviously, Mahomes. Yeah, uh, I'm at same boat. Uh, I I just think Cincinnati. What have we talked about with Cincinnati every single time? Just when you think they figure it out and they're about to take this division, they blow a game. Well, this is the game they can't blow. They I feel like they they understand their agency. I know they're a young team. They're trying to figure out how to win. But I ultimately Burrow, Chase, Boyd, Higgins, like you said, against Teddy B, Teddy Two. Or Drew Lock? Come on, that, that's not even a conversation to have. And I know Denver and our Broncos fans, you know, friends that we have are gonna say you're haters. You just don't like the Broncos. I, I just have more faith in Cincinnati, and I really think that game last week they figured out a way how to play now. They, you know, I understand they were running the ball with Mixon, but you know that Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow connection when it gets going, not many teams can stop it. And 
I know Denver has a secondary to compete with these uh, the receivers that they have, but I think since he's just too loaded on offense to where somebody will take advantage of the matchup they have, whether it's Uzama at tight end or Mixon. I don't know if he's 100% right now, but um, I, I'm still going Cincy. And like you said, plus two and a half, I'll take that all day. I, I don't think the Broncos can cover that. And I know that's such a low line, but like, like you said, Burrow against Bridgewater, uh, I mean, that's not that, – again, that's not a conversation to have. And I think since uh, he will step up, step up to the plate and take care of business and finally, finally take the divisional lead that they will get because we'll get into the game coming up next with the Ravens. But th- th- this is a, a must-win game for Cincy, and I think the urgency for them is going to be a lot higher, and I think they'll take care of business. No, I mean – we already touched on Cleveland. Uh, they're also in the divisional hunt. I, we both think Ravens yep. take care of business. I mean, let's talk about it. Ravens at Packers. That's America's game of the week. Yep. Um, the afternoon slate game. Uh, you say so. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I'm going to be tuning into this Bengals-Broncos game. But, yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll watch it here and there. Uh, Ravens-Packers. I'll tune in here once in a while. But um, I'm going to have the Ravens to cover at the very least. But, like you said, Packers will probably win this game. Um, the only reason why I have Baltimore to cover here is two reasons. One, um, they're at home. Uh, I, I think, you know, that plays a huge factor in playing Green Bay. I think Green Bay is unstoppable in Lambeau, but they, you know, they lay off the gas pedal just a little bit on the road. Um, and I also do think Green Bay doesn't know if Lamar's playing or not. Um, and I do think Lamar, with his injury, I think it's going to force him to pass the ball a little bit more. And I, I don't think we have seen that side of Lamar just yet this season. I think we've been seeing more of his legs, his, you know, his running game. And I think this injury is going to kind of force him to make plays with his arm. And I don't think Green Bay's going to be ready for it. Um, so I'm going to pick Baltimore to cover. But I think, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's Rodgers. The man, the man could, you know, put up numbers like nobody else. And I, I, I think no one – there's no answer to stop Devontae from that Baltimore defense, really. I don't care who you got out there. So – Got to have Green Bay to cover here, but definitely – I'm going to have the Ravens to cover, but Green Bay to win this game. Yeah, so it's minus five and a half. I have Green Bay covering and winning. I mean, you, you basically said it. Lamar's not healthy. If Hundley plays – what did you tell me last week? Hundley's been blessed, you know, with the situation he's been thrown in and how nobody really has tape on him. And if they don't know whether to prepare for him or Jackson. And I think – like you said, who is covering anybody on the Packers? I mean, that that I, I said the Ravens are dead in the water. That secondary is beat up. They don't have their number one corner, and I I just have more faith in Rodgers and company to get a to win by a touchdown. To win by six points, I mean that that's easy, especially with what's going on with Ravens. And I understand they're they're at home, but I don't think that matters right now in this junction of the season. They're just too banged up. And, you know, Rodgers, I, I got him covering easy. It's going to be like a seven and nine-point game for the Packers. But um, this defense is going to beat up on whoever's playing quarterbacks. Villanueva looks old now. I mean, he's really showing his age. He can't keep up with a lot of these DNs. And I think the Packers' uh, pass rushers are pretty decent enough to take advantage of that. So, yeah, I think Packers will take care of business. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they they definitely won't win this game. I just think Baltimore, with it being America's game of the week, supposedly, like you said, quote-unquote, 
Um, I think they're going to put on a better show <clears throat> than the blowout that we saw in Green Bay last week, even though it was a good game up until, like, the halftime third quarter. But mm-hmm. uh, let's move on to this other uh, – the last two afternoon games. Uh, let's start with my Dirty Birds here in San Francisco. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, hey, I love my Dirty Birds. We're still in the playoff hunt. Um, I was thinking about picking the Niners to cover here as well. Um, I have the winning. But I, I changed my mind. I think score Daryl um, – is 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 a beast, man. I think Scordero uh, keeps the Falcons competitive at the very least in any game. Uh, we, you know, you, we did it with Tampa Bay. Uh, we obviously won last week, um, but yeah, I, I think I don't think they have an answer to contain Cordero. Really, I think they can stop Kyle Pitts and cover him well, uh, but I don't think they don't have an answer for Cordero just for the fact that he could play receiver, running back, all these other positions. Put him at quarterback too while we're at it. Um, so I think they'll cover for that for that very reason. But I do think the Niners are just too good on offense right now. I think Garoppolo has found his groove, um, which you mentioned last week. I mean, now that he's kind of found his groove a little bit, what, what's the Trey Lance situation looking like then? Um, but, I yeah. mean, Debo's there. Um, I, I love this Falcons team. I think this defense has a lot of potential, but I don't think they're ready just yet to stop, a, to stop an offense like the Niners. So definitely Niners will win, but uh, Falcons will definitely cover. Yeah, I have the same. I think nine and a half is too high for the 49ers to cover. Uh, Atlanta, this is where you want them. I, I've noticed that the trend is when they're, uh, you know, an underdog and you're laying eight to nine points, eight plus points, I always tend to bet Atlanta because even though they're on a fringe playoff team, they still play teams tough. And ultimately, I think – Against the 49ers, like you said, the defense is okay. But, I mean, I didn't know that was his nickname, Scordero. I mean, I, I, I guess I'll go with that. But uh, he's, too, he's too dominant right now. He's having an offensive player of the year type year. And I, I just think the, they'll keep it close. It'll be a touchdown game. And, yeah, nine and a half. I mean, you're, you're basically saying they're going to get a 10-point lead and just run the clock out the rest of the way. I don't think so. Shanahan hasn't get in his way too much, trying to prove his old team wrong that they let him go instead of giving him a job or whatever, head coaching job. But um, I, I think I think Matt Ryan and that that offense can keep up with that uh, 49ers defense. Who ultimately the only per, the only player I'm worried about, two players I'm worried about is Warner and Bosa. And you know Warner's not 100. percent So I mean you'll really. Really got to focus on Bosa, and that's about it. We we worried about in the secondary, Norman, Kirkpatrick. Like, come on, like, we're not worried about the 49ers secondary. Yeah. I think you guys will keep it close. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I think it's gonna be a, a honestly a shootout. To be quite honest with you, I think it'll be like 28, 24 Niners. Um, but I mean, just a quick side comment. I I wish Shanahan did take the head coaching job with us, even though we had Dan Quinn. Um, <clears throat> I always wanted Shanahan to be our coach. I, I respect the hell out of him. I always wanted him to be there. Um, but who knows? Um, but let's move on to the last afternoon game. Um, Rams, Seahawks. Uh, you know me. I'm always going to pick the Rams to cover and to win the game against the Seahawks, no matter how bad or good they are. Um, mm-hmm. And then obviously the Rams are the better team here uh, overall. Um, I just think Seattle has nothing going on for them right now. Yeah. I think the Rams are getting hot. They're picking it up, man. I told you this before, man. They're ooh, they're getting hot at the right time. Um, this is gonna be a good game for them to really just 
you know, get their feet wet again. Um, I know they have a lot of players on COVID. I think they have the most players on COVID protocol right now. Um, but I think despite all those people not playing this Sunday, I think they're still better than the Seahawks. And that's saying something, man. Um, I, Rashad Penny uh, has had a great game last week, but I think with, with uh, unless Aaron, unless Aaron Donald is out because of COVID, um, I think they have no answer to stopping him. And, and stuff like yeah. that. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the Rams to cover here. Cooper Cup's still playing. Stafford's still playing. They got a lot of their playmakers in there still. So um, definitely can see them just destroying the Seahawks at least by ten points. So Rams to cover and win. Yeah. So the line it keeps going down. Now it's at Rams minus three and a half. Mm-hmm. I think that's because of the COVID. I'm not too sure, but I mean. It's, this offense might look a little flat in the beginning just because they're not going to have Odell. They might not have Henderson. I don't know if Higby's coming back this game or not, but ultimately you're asking the Rams to beat the Seahawks by four. That's easy. I mean, like you said, the Seahawks have nothing going for them. Uh, these are fluky wins and performances by Penny. You know, I, you already know. I, I know a lot of people know how I feel about the Seahawks drafting Penny and Brooks and all these guys, but I mean, you beat the Texans and you beat who else? I already forgot who they beat the week before that. The Niners in overtime, I believe. The, ni- the Niners, okay. I mean, that was a good win. That was a decent win, but you know, Pete Carroll can sit here, sit there and lie to these players and say, we're just getting started and this and that, but you know, going to SoFi, the Rams have just been their ultimate kryptonite for Russell Wilson and company. Uh, even without Ramsey, if he doesn't play, I still think the Rams can win by five, by four. I mean, that's that's pretty easy. And, you know, Seahawks, they, they, they're another team dead in the water, just ready to get ready for the offseason because, man, this is looking bleak in Seattle, man. I'm sorry, Seahawks fans. This is bad. But, yeah, Rams are going to win, no doubt. Yeah, 100%. I mean, we could just leave it there. I mean, there's nothing really to say there. I mean, the Seahawks have allowed a lot – have allowed three. They allowed 300 yards passing to the Texans last week, despite their win. And I mean, if they did that to Tyrod. Hey, I mean, Davis Mills, man, he he has his moment. I don't know. I, I don't know what to make out of him. Like, he's actually some of these games, he's actually stepped up and made some plays. Where I'm yeah, like, is look, this dude actually good? Listen, like, I, don't I mean, know. That, that it, I know. I I understand that, but we're talking we're talking Matthew Stafford. I mean, the dude, the dude's ten times. Oh no, no, no. I was just saying. Uh, yeah, I was just saying in the Mills camp, like. I wonder if this kid's actually really good or not. I don't know if we'll ever find out because I think the Texans are going to blow it up. But, I mean, he showed flashes. I'll give him that. I mean, yeah, Stafford might go for 400 this game. I mean, even if it's just Jefferson and Cup. I mean, I still think they're going to have guys stepping up. And I, I think they should involve Michelle a little more in the passing game. I mean, he can – I know he hasn't shown it, but I just feel like if you give him opportunities, he might be able to flourish. But – who knows? But yeah, I mean, four points, easy peasy, lemon squeezy, Rams win. Let's go next game. Yeah. Sunday night, right? Yeah, Sunday night, uh, Saints at Bucks. Um, I think it's ten and a half right now. Tampa. It's eleven now. Oof, oof. I mean, I'm picking the Saints to cover. I think Camaro, yeah. with his return last week, really boosted this offense. You can kind of tell. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think Taysom Hill loves having Camaro there. It gives him an extra weapon. It gives him more wiggle room to make plays on himself. Um, so I, I think 
I listen. I know the Bucks have allowed you know very little in terms of rush defense, um, but I think Camaro is a superstar in this league. I think no matter how great that defense is on the other side of the ball, he's gonna give you some yards. He's gonna give you at least seventy yards a game and 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 give you some points. Um, so this is why I think the Saints will cover. Uh, but at the end of the day, man, it's fucking Brady. This dude toys with opponents so much. Um, it, it just feels like he's out there not practicing, but trying shit out, really. Uh, he did this with mm-hmm. Atlanta, you know, with that pick six, you know, I was hyped, but just felt like Brady was like, oh, okay, like, I, I you know, this happens, cool, like, we'll, we'll get him next time. And the dude has just so many fucking weapons, dude, on offense. Evans, Godwin, Gronk, Fernet now has been getting hot. Um, yeah. So they're going to win. They're definitely – there's no way in hell they're losing this game to New Orleans. But it's a divisional mm-hmm. game, and I just think Kamara coming back is going to make a huge difference. 11, man. I, I had him at covering at 10.5, and a half, now it's 11. So definitely going to take that all day. And it's Sunday night. I doubt NBC is going to want um, a blowout mm-hmm. like they did last week, uh, again this week. Yeah, I mean, I mean, who cares what they want, right? They, they've been giving us shitty games all, all year. But um, I, I think – yeah, like you said, this is too high. I mean, the, the Saints have always been giving Brady trouble ever since, like, the four, the three games, the four games they played, basically, because they played a playoff game. they they just been giving them trouble. And I, I think it's going to be closer. Kamara has always given this, the Bucks a fit. He always makes plays against anybody. But when it's the Bucks, I don't know, he makes a lot more plays than usual. But uh, I, I just think it's a little too high. I, ultimately, I think they will win. But minus 11, that's just a, a tall order for anybody to cover. And this isn't the Falcons. This is Sean Payton. Like, I, I think, um, you know, Sean Payton's going to throw a lot of looks at Arians and uh, Todd Bowles where they're going to be a little uncomfortable and they'll be able to keep it close like a touchdown or an eight-point game. But I still think the Bucks will take care of business. I think Brady's tired of hearing this narrative about, the Saints always having Brady's number in the regular season and this and that. So I think this is the game he finally gets back at them and when it comes to regular season play. And I, I think the Bucks would take care of business. Yeah, um, they definitely will. Like I said, it is not a shadow of a doubt. They have so many fucking weapons, dude, and Brady knows how to use them. There's a difference between having yeah. so many weapons and, and actually knowing how to play them and use them. Um, you know, uh, I'm talking about the Chiefs with Kelsey Hill and Gordon and all them. They have them. Sometimes they don't use them right. And, and in Tampa Bay, Brady knows how to. So, yeah, they're going to win. But like you said, it's a divisional game. Saints always just seem to give these guys a battle. Um, so, you're right. They're going to cover. Uh, moving on, last game. Uh, I don't know. What, I mean, the last two Monday night games have been great. I don't know what the fuck they decided to play here. Um, this, this is another conversation where you're like week 15. What, what's going to be a good Monday night game? Uh, Vikings-Bears? Huh. I mean, we should do that. Like, why? It's like Washington-Seattle again, like you said. It's like, what, week 13, week 12? Yeah, Seattle-Washington should be a good Monday night game. <laughs> what is this garbage? Yeah. This is going to be a bad game. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, I don't understand why we're watching this uh, at all. Uh, we're playing – it's the 49 Bears versus the 6-7 and seven Vikings. Um, but I mean, let's, let's let's just talk about it. I got Bears to cover and to even win this game too. As a matter of fact, I think the Vikings have just. Been, um, I don't I don't know. I I never have faith in the Vikings as long as Zimmer's still there. Um, I think also the 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 Bears play last week against Green Bay. We all knew they were gonna lose. We expected them to get blown out worse than what they did. Um, I think this is gonna give them momentum moving forward. I think Fields is gonna have a better game. 
um, against a Vikings defense who's kind of bad at the secondary. So I'm expecting Robinson and Mooney to go off uh, with Fields. Um, so I don't know. We've seen strong glimpses of, of Fields, and I think you're going to see more of them coming in at Chicago at home, first primetime game at home. Um, so I, I think it's too good to be true to, to not pick the Bears here to win. Yeah, I, I think the Bears' defense is too banged up. Uh, I don't have faith in that unit. Jalen Johnson's a good corner. I, I like what I saw from him from Deon, from covering Devontae. I mean, you, you can only do so much when you're put on an island against that that, that guy. It's like, I mean, what do you expect? He's Eventually, he's going to get his. But I, I think the Vikings on offense are too loaded. Uh, Cook and Jefferson are just clicking on all cylinders right now. And Osborne, I mean, he's really stepped up as, you know, the de facto number two right now because of Thielen. And – I, I just think Fields is going to have a good game. But ultimately, I think the Vikings offense will outplay the Bears offense. And I think it'll be close. But I'm not having the Vikings to win, Bears to cover. I just don't have faith in the Vikings. They almost blew that cover last week. I, mean, I know you were biting your nails watching that end of the game because you're like, what the fuck? Like, you thought, a, you thought it was going to be easy, easiest cover of your life. And next thing you know, Friar Muth almost dropped the potential touchdown to blow that that lead. So I mean, anything can happen. I think, like you said, Fields is, is on the up and up right now, and this uh, Vikings defense isn't that good. So yeah, I, I think it'll be close. But out of the Vikings winning, Bears covering. Yeah, and like I said, the reason why I'm picking the Bears, they're at home, prime time. Um, you, you know, I think the Vikings are a better home team than they are road team, and. Um, I don't, I don't know. I just I do not have faith in Zimmer anymore whatsoever. <laughs> and then yeah. it's Cousins. It's not like we have Rodgers at quarterback where he can literally win you a game. It's fucking Kirk Cousins. And don't get me wrong, he 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 makes plays. He does make plays here and there. But um, on the road in Chicago prime time, I just don't see it whatsoever. But yeah, I just think you have to really compare the two. Like, are the Bears' defense better than the Steelers' defense? I don't I don't think so. I mean. It's just, it's gonna be back and forth, just like last week. I don't think it's gonna be like twenty nine nothing, and then the Bears are rolling back. But um, you know, I, I just think their offense, their weapons they have, they're just too hot right now. Yeah, Jefferson, Cook, I mean, even Madison. Madison has really stepped up. So, um, like, it's probably gonna be like a three point game, but I think Vikings are gonna win. Yeah, yeah. I'm What's your lock of the week? We haven't, we've been missing out on the <laughs> locks of the week the past three weeks, so. <laughs> Go ahead, uh, give me your lock of the week. Or if you have multiple, go ahead. I had two. I was trying to pick one right now to think to do, but I, I'm going to just go ahead and say both. Uh, my two locks of the week is Titans, Moneyline, um, Bank It. Like I said, Vrabel, um, he's going to come out uh, wanting to destroy Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has been um, pretty bad on stopping the run. That's literally the Titans formula. So mm-hmm. that's a lock for me. Um and uh, my other lock is the Bengals, actually, in Denver. Mm. Um, look, listen, Sertain's good. I love the secondary in Denver, like you said. Um, but I think Burrow is just a bad man. I, I really don't think Denver has seen a quarterback like Burrow other than Mahomes. And, and when they did play Mahomes, they weren't ready for Mahomes. Um, so I'm definitely going to pick um, the lock of the week is Sainz and uh, Cincinnati. Uh, I don't know what you have. So – I think the – oddly enough, right, I just think with the with what's going on in the league, I think Raiders 
money line is a lock. I mean, just everything that's going on with Cleveland, I think it's too much to overcome for them. And I think uh, Vegas will get the win. And I think that's pretty much a lock. And I think Cardinals money line. It's, it's just easy money, free money. Just get free money. Don't make it complicated. I would have gone Bengals too, but I don't want to steal that from you. Like, you know, I'll, I'll let you have that one. But I would have gone Bengals as well. But I think Cardinals, Raiders, if you could parlay those, it's probably going to be like minus maybe like 110, maybe minus 200. Throw a little something on that. Minus, minus 132. It's free money. I mean, can't complain. It's uh, minus 132. If yeah, you that's, just throw something on that. Sprinkle it. You'll, you'll. <laughs> sprinkle in the Bengals while you're at it. Yeah, just sprinkle something up. on that. That's pretty much so that, Those are my locks. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, agree I mean, with one. I didn't think about that. The Cardinals I, one I, think, I think when it comes to betting, yeah, I think when it comes to betting like that, you know, just get the two anchor teams and then throw in like an underdog that you have confidence, like the Bengals or like the Pats. I would throw in the Pats, but that's not everybody's, you know, cup of tea. But yeah, I, I think those are locks of the week. That's it. Week well, 15. I mean, oh, actually, I just. Got my bet. Chiefs win in overtime. Kelsey with the walk off touchdown. And yeah, yeah. I mean, damn. the Chargers kind of blew it uh, a couple times. Um, they had opportunities. They're at the fifty at the end of the fourth quarter to get a field goal, and they got nothing out of it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Let me let me say something real quick too. Now that now that this game's over, we yeah. can kind of talk about it really quick. I don't know. I don't know if you saw like a good chunk of this game. Um, but. The Chargers really kind of just frustrate the hell out of me, really. Brandon Staley, I don't know what the <laughs> hell his coaching oh, makes him. He's like, yeah. listen, I'm all for being aggressive and, and you know, going out there, being the, the, the Chiefs, you know, going for it on fourth down. But, man, at some point, you got to fucking tell yourself, I need some points. Big points, yeah. You're going for it on fourth down like three times, like – uh, I respect the, the aggressiveness, but at some point you got to tell yourself, like, if I don't convert these, you're giving the Chiefs so many chances to, to really take a lead or tie it up, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Um, and I truly think they would have not gone to overtime if they would just kicked the field goal and it would have been 17 to 10 um, heading into half. But I don't know. His decision-making sometimes just – it makes me question it because even the challenge play, when, when Kelsey supposedly fumbled, the rest called him down. Looked at the replay, his ass was on the floor, and he still went out there and challenged it. Like, what the hell are you thinking, man? Like, I don't know. It's just, I like. Top it. of, my bad. I don't mean to cut you up, but I think that's the coaches in the booth as well. You got to hold them accountable because I think coaches on the field, when it's stuff like that, you know how you have little time to really throw a flag. You have to really rely on your your guys up top, and I don't know why they let him challenge that play first of all. Second of all, 100% I agree with you. They were one for four or one for five on fourth down. Just take points. I mean, I said this last week. You're, if, you have, if you're driving down the field and you get stopped, you know, in the opponent's 20, 30, 10, 15 yard line, and it's a long drive, it takes a lot of time up, you know, you're keeping the other team off the field, take the fucking points. Like, it's, it's not like you're down. You're up. Like you said, Kick the field goal, it's 17-10. Or there was another point where they would have kicked the field goal, it would have been 17-13. Instead, they go for it, they get it, but Kelly fumbles. So, I mean, it's literally, like you said, they wouldn't have gone to OT. I get Staley, he wants to be aggressive, but a lot of these coaches nowadays, they think 
converting fourth downs is going to win them games. No, it's not. It's really not. It looks good. It looks cool. But if you have a chance to take points, take them. It's easy. I don't, and it's not, unless they have no faith in Hopkins, I don't understand why you just don't kick that field goal. In both of those situations, there's probably more they, they could have done it, but it's like, come on, bro. Like, it, time and time, like, I feel like he's he's trying to, you know, show that he's ballsy. Like, week two when they played the Chiefs, he went for it on fourth down, I think, three times and got two of them, something like that. But ultimately, it's like fourth down conversions aren't going to win you a game. Points are. So, take the points. You would have got the dub. You would have taken control of the AFC West. And we're talking about it, the, the AFC completely differently. Now the Chiefs are 10-4. and four. Offense is clicking a little more. I know they struggled still. Mahomes throwing the pick and fumbling. But you're giving them momentum for no reason. Why? Just get the win. It's that simple. Don't try to be, oh, that, you know, the analytics tell me if I get this. Like Harbaugh. Harbaugh drives me up the wall when he says that shit. Like, bro, just fucking win the game. Go and win the game. Four down conversions aren't going to win you the game. Points are plain and simple. Point blank period. I'm sick of this shit. It's like, come on. Even Fangio against the Chiefs. What was it, 10-6? You could have kicked the field goal instead. You go for fourth and get no points. I mean, come on, bro. It's just ridiculous with a lot of these coaches overthinking it and thinking fourth downs are going to make you a better team and ultimately win you a game. They don't. I agree. Like, I just don't understand. Like, I, I, it just kind of tells me that coaches are intimidated by the Chiefs' offense. Like, they're afraid that, oh, field goal's not going to be good enough to win in the game. Like, it may not be. Um, but like you said, like, at some point, you just got to get points, really. Like, the Broncos yeah. still with Fangio. Like, in that situation, make it 10-9. You know, you go ahead into half. Uh, you're down by one. Um, your defense has been doing great in, keep, in containing Mahomes. Like, you go in there, you know, pat yourself in the back and, and get yourself ready for the second half. Same thing with Staley. Like, get those points. Head into half, like you've done a great job. You kind of forced Mahomes on. You got him uncomfortable all game. Um, but yeah. it just seems like these coaches are really, really intimidated by the mm-hmm. offense, thinking that Mahomes is going to put up 40 on them, which he is capable of doing. But you haven't really seen much of that, Mahomes, this season, like we've yeah. talked about all year. And I don't know. Coaches need to kind of just change that mindset themselves. Like, hey, look, like, listen, like, I believe in my defense and, and, and slowing down Mahomes. I, they have been doing it all game. I, could, I believe they could continue to do it. Uh, moving forward, but they just don't. I don't know. This I, they're t- Joe Puck was talking about it. It's a slap in the face to the kicker, really. How they didn't give him a shot <laughs> to go out there and kick. He's gonna take goals. it personal. Um, but uh, same thing for the defense. Like, look, like, do you just not have faith in us and like stopping mm-hmm. them again? Like, get those points, man. Just get yourself on the board. Give us some breathing room, really, to go out there and, and make plays against Mahomes. But it is what it is. I mean, Chargers lost. I think they lost that game more than the Chiefs won it. But it is what it is. At betting odds. People who bet on the Chiefs like yourself um, had a good night tonight. So it is what it is. I'll, I'll bounce back this Saturday and Sunday uh, with the Colts. Yeah. So. Also, also, you know, just real quick, just to hit on that point. Mahomes, like you said, he's not putting up 50 like he was two years ago. And you have to put pressure on the other team. Like, oh, fuck, now we're down four points. Like, okay, now we're down a touchdown. All right, now we got to go. You're putting pressure on that other team to actually go out there and, and score. When you're giving them a turnover or a ton, turnover on down, then the momentum swings rapidly. And then it's like, all right, now we got it. Look, we our defense got the stop. Our defense got the turnover. Now let's go get points. And that's what they did. And, uh, the, you know, Staley, man, Staley, Harbaugh, 
Fangio, I, I wouldn't say ultimate, like he always does that, but I just feel like, like you said, um, going forward on fourth down, man, it's it's cool every now and then. It has to make sense, but just to do it on the in the second quarter with eight minutes left, what's the point of that? Like what? Like what? Why? And uh, like like the Vikings and Lions game, they went for it on fourth down in their own uh, their own side of the field. The Lions did, and they fumbled, or they didn't get it. It's just like things like that, man. Oh, shit drives me up the wall. I swear, it's annoying. But yeah, yeah, we'll just leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll <laughs> leave it at that. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Uh, we'll we'll keep an eye on these games this weekend. Uh, re- revisit this all uh, when the new week starts. Uh, but other than that, man, I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to add. Nah, that's pretty much it. Right on. Uh, right just on. make sure to subscribe to Sports Inferno. Follow our social medias. Stay safe. Stay blessed. Peace. Peace.